Hey everybody, what's up? This is Alex from the Skeleton Crew. I'm here tonight. I'm joining you and I'm hosting a very special show. It's uh, it's not an official show of the Skeleton Crew. This is a side job, a little special thing we got going on. Horophilia often puts out a little playlist. It's called uh, Horophilia Presents Horror Hits. And uh, they just released volume number 25. Well... You know, I'm I'm a big fan of horror music and soundtracks, uh, you know, songs in horror movies. So I always wanted to put something together that I would just love to just, you know, I'm at work, just put it in my headphones, not really pay attention, and just let the whole thing go and have a little horror experience uh, musically. So uh, I decided that, you know, what would be cooler than to uh, do a little Casey Kasem thing, you know, and, and hop on here. And host my own playlist that I put together. Uh, I gathered these songs from a lot of different sources, so it was very difficult to put this together. But I think I put something together that you guys might like. So uh, for the next, uh, I don't even know how long it's going to be, maybe an hour, maybe two hours, who cares? We're together. Let's uh, have a good time. So let's kick things off. The first song I want to play here is not exactly a song from a horror movie. I mean, it might be, but uh, I also like horror music, just music that's like from people who know horror. And uh, one of the bands who know it better than anybody is The Misfits. So let's kick things off with a cool little song they got called Scream. That's right, they want to hear you scream.
right, guys, this next song is not a horror song at all, but now it will forever be associated in horror for horror fans. This is the controversial Rob Zombie's Halloween. This is the song that I believe Michael Myers' own mother was stripping to. So you know that's a good song no matter what happened. So here you go. This is Nazareth with Love Hurts.
like I said, guys, every song on here is not going to be from a horror movie, but it will be associated with horror in some way. And this is no exception. Here he is, someone else who knows horror just as much or better than the Misfits, Alice Cooper. Uh, He, you know, I I met him in 2009, and he said that he wrote a little song about vampires. So uh, let's get dangerous tonight.
Alright guys, we had the honor back in 2012 of interviewing one of the most beautiful, sweet, nicest people you ever want to know. Felissa Rose, who played Angela Baker in the original Sleepaway Camp. Well, at the end of that movie, as you know, they played a song. It's kind of, it's, it's Angela's theme, actually. It's called Just What I've Been Looking For. If you analyze it, I'm not sure it all makes sense pertaining to that character, but it really doesn't matter. The Sleepaway Camp Blu-ray is coming out in a couple months. You gotta pick that up. So let's pay a little tribute to our 20th show, which was the Sleepaway Camp Retrospective and Felissa Rose interview. That was one of our fastest downloaded shows ever. Here it is, Just What I've Been Looking For.
and apparently she was what everybody was looking for. Over 4,000 people heard that show in the first year. Alright, now we got a song that probably not a lot of you are familiar with. This is Static X. This is a song from the movie Queen of the Damned. This one is called Cold.
All right, guys, back on show number 30, Dan and I had the pleasure of interviewing Tuesday Night. She was the girl who came in and replaced Patricia Arquette as the, I think, Kirsten character for the Nightmare on Elm Street series. This is part four that she came in, and she was also musically talented, and they actually asked her if she would write the theme to Nightmare on Elm Street part four, and this is what she came up with. Kasem, and uh, I'm not Casey Kasem, who am I kidding? But anyway, one of my favorite movies, I had to defend it to the death. It was one of my toughest shows ever. It was me against Mike and Dan, and they were bashing Jason Takes Manhattan, and I was defending it through and through. So for all you guys who understand that Jason Takes Manhattan, it's not about being a good movie all the time, guys. Sometimes it's just about pure fun, and this is pure nostalgia for me. I remember I went to... This is the first Friday the 13th I ever saw in a movie theater, so it's special to me. Here it is, The Darkest Side of the Night. It's like this. We live in claustrophobia, a land of steel and concrete, trapped by dark waters. There is no escape, nor do we want it. We've come to thrive on it, and each other. You can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, good people. I love this town. There's a reason why 
sometimes we cover new movies we cover old movies you know it's all over the place on this show number 65 we covered a movie that was in the works i think it came out in a film festival and two years later it was finally released it was called your next great home invasion movie i watched it again even knowing the surprise ending which some people didn't think it was a surprise jamie but you know either way i knew what the ending was and i still enjoyed it just as much if not more there's a great song they kept playing over and over and over again in the movie and normally that's annoying but you can listen to this over and over and i have i actually had this on a loop and i probably heard the song about uh five or six times in a row and i just loved it i felt like i was living the movie so here it is looking for the magic from dwight twilly
for the magic. I've been. Sorry. I guess I just wanted to keep going. So, uh, you know, we covered a couple things here. So, you know, in the skeleton crew, this is uh, my vision come to life, really. And my vision is built upon with Dan and Jamie. They took my thoughts, expanded. The show has become something I never even thought it could be. But one thing I always wanted it to be, I always wanted to indulge myself. I wanted to get into my favorite horror franchise ever, and that is Psycho. I love Psycho 1, 2, and 3. I think it's one of the greatest trilogies ever made. And uh, yes, there is a fourth, and now there's a TV show, which I also love. But standing on the top of that pile is Psycho 3. I don't know what it is. It's the atmosphere. It's the music. It's, uh, I don't know. But I love that movie. To me, it's like spending a night at the Bates Motel. So as we spend this night together, let's let's uh, dive into the sleaziness of Psycho 3. A lot of people think it's really sleazy. And this song is uh, probably uh, really adds to that feeling. I showed you two Aussie videos back to back because I figured if that didn't make you run screaming from the television set, you're exactly the audience we want for Psycho 3. And like many movies today, ours has a video spinoff and I brought it with me to show you. Here's Carter Burwell with Scream of Love. Hey, what good is love without a good scream?
Alright guys, let's go back even further. We just hit up my favorite movie, Psycho 3, with Scream of Love. Let's go even further back. Let's go back to the 70s, where it didn't all begin, but it did start the slasher craze in a lot of people's opinion. Probably, arguably, one of the greatest horror movies ever made, Halloween 1978. Uh, personally, this movie is what got me into horror as I am today. I would definitely never have thought of doing a horror podcast or anything like that if it wasn't for Halloween. Uh, I was into the classic horror movies, and I poked around here and there with all the other stuff, but I never really made it a part of my life. Like, I never said I'm... Like, nobody would say Alex is the horror guy. But you could be rest assured that in the year 2000, I think it was 2000 even, August of 2000, uh, my cousin let me borrow his tape he recorded from television of Halloween and Halloween 2. I sat in my bedroom, I watched both of those movies, and my life was changed forever. So let's play the song that Lori and Annie were driving around listening to, Smoking Weed in Halloween. This is Don't Fear the Reaper.
Alright guys, let's keep this Halloween vibe going. Don't fear the Reaper. It is a little eerie, but it took on a whole new meaning once you put it in the Halloween movie. But here's a song. This is a mainstream song. I have no idea how this song was just straight up mainstream. Uh, it was on the radio, I guess, and all that other kind of stuff. There were videos and whatever. I don't even know. But it was mainstream. It wasn't known as a creepy, weird song. I don't think. I'm not sure. But it's a fact that after you watched this song playing on the TV in Halloween 2, 2009, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, when Lori was in the hospital it was playing, when she was in that guard station and Michael was axing through it and going after her, that was just, it was so eerie and creepy to watch that video on TV and listen to this song. And this song just puts me in another place, man. This is why I love Halloween 2. Nights in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always missed With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you
man, that is just, that just takes you to another place, let me tell you. So now we're going to depart a little bit from the movies again, and we're just going to head right back to the Misfits with a really great song. Jamie will like the intro to this with a wolf howling from the Misfits. This is horror all the way, 80s all the way. It's called Dig Up Her Bones. Guys, now that we're in the 80s, let's stay in the 80s. We already touched on Sleepaway Camp. But as you know, the two sequels to Sleepaway Camp, they were made years later. They had a different girl playing uh, Angela Baker. It was actually Bruce Springsteen's sister, Pamela Springsteen, who played Angela Baker in those movies. Now, let's thrash a little bit with the metal here. The two theme songs from Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, I'll play them back to back. We reviewed both these uh, movies on show number 21, and those songs are featured in that show. Uh, And now you're going to hear them right now. Here you go. One is Straight Between the Eyes from Anvil, and the other is Methods of Madness from Obsession. (laughs) 
like I said, let's hit up Sleepaway Camp 3 right away with Methods of Madness. Guys, now we're going to get on the goofy side a little bit. You know, everybody loves 80s, right? You love the, the movies, you love the music. Maybe not all of it was really that great, but we do have a soft spot for the 80s music in horror movies, don't we? So this is no exception, I don't think. This is as goofy as it gets, but this is cool stuff. It's, it's total cheese, but it is what it is. This is Johnny Steele, the hero 
in Critters, the one who goes after the Critters. He's like a rock star guy. And, I, you know, they made his face from the actual rock star who doesn't really exist. But whatever. This is the song that came out of that movie. It's called Power of the Night.
guys, you're deep into this already. If you're still listening to this, you're deep in. We're having a great night together. It's been fun hanging out with you guys, jamming with all this great horror music. And, you know, one of our biggest shows on the Skeleton Crew was when we interviewed Bill Mosley. That was the biggest interview. I think our first interview was Adam Green. And I think Bill Mosley was the second interview that we had. Okay, at this time, I was not really smooth or suave or sophisticated. I did a couple big interviews before, but this was the big one. I was really nervous. Everybody remembers. I answered the phone and said, hi, uh, Mr. Bill. You know, I was just, my mind was in another place. Uh, What I did for this interview is I listened to every Bill Mosley interview I could possibly find, and I tried to only ask him questions that were not asked anywhere else. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I took it that far. I really don't know. But I try to make that interview something great and unique and something you never heard before. That was my big, that, that was probably the hardest I ever worked on any interview ever. So listen to that Bill Mosley interview, and you should hear mostly things you never heard before and unique questions. That's what I was going for, and uh, I think it worked. A lot of people love it. It's known as one of our best shows, show number 19, and Bill Mosley is the guy who played Chop Top in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Now, I'm not a fan of that movie, neither is Dan, but it doesn't matter. We love that character. We love the vibe of him. And I even said that. I I admit that. I love that character. When they're on the couch, creepy moments, great stuff. But the movie just went places I didn't want it to go. Bill Mosley came on. He talked about a band he was in called the Corn Bugs. He actually sings songs as Chop Top. He is that character. The music's out there. Look him up. The Corn Bugs. So he did a song. Uh, probably his most famous one is Pigs Are People Too. He sings this. This is the character Chop Top singing this song. Check it out. Here's an old favorite of ours. Something we used to do when we were cleaning out the hogs pen. Because, <laughs> you know, one thing I learned by growing up in these American values up on the farm, and that is that pigs are people too. You're sizzling up a rasher of bacon. Maybe broiling a pork roast or having a couple of chops. You take it from old Chop Top here and his pal Bucky. And just remember Pig is the most intelligent mammal next to man. And they know what's up. When the farmer comes with that long, sharp knife. And he bends down and takes that pig by the shoulders. That look in his eye. The other pigs get to the far end of the pen. Their eyes all small and scared. They know what's happening. They know why they've been prepared. Because pigs are people too. Just listen to them. Listen to them. Watch them cry. 
across the, the throat of that choke. Yeah, you know, now we've moved into the city. Now we're just trying to get by in our own humble way. <laughs> I work down at Farmer John's. It's a slaughter plant down in uh, Century City. I'm part of the hook and pull gang down there. What we do is uh, we hoist those pigs up by their hind legs and chain them up on a big A-frame. Goes through the factory like a, almost like making cars. And there's the killer. He's got a real sharp knife and the next, each pig comes by, he just slices its throat. And that A-frame keeps moving. Goes outside up a hill. We call it Death Hill. And at the top of Death Hill is a big wall of flame. And as the pig is dying, the blood's pouring out of his throat. He goes up there to get scorched because that uh, makes a better bacon. And sometimes... Pig ain't dead by the time he gets up to that wall of flame. And what you hear is something that's damn near human. (laughs) Makes me kind of sad. Pigs are people too. Come on, Peggy Sue. Pigs are people too. Get on your old wooden shoe. Let's get out on the barn and dance. Pigs are people too. I see one wearing pants. Hey, Harvest Moon. Down by the old swimming hole. All my chores is done. Time to lose control. <laughs> got on my old dungarees. Got on that old greasy farm shirt. Got on my old leather gloves. Got my chainsaw goiled up, goiled up, oiled up, goiled up. Gonna go into town. Gonna go into town. Drink some bottles down. Some little girl like an inbred little farm girl With two left feet gonna take her out And uh, <laughs> pigs are people too Pigs are people too Down in the slot trough Boy, and it can be fun You gotta hang over, just get in the slot Let the pigs lick it off <laughs> Pigs are people too Pigs are people too Just like me and you Well, like you, cause pigs are people too out there by old French farm and me and Bubba my little brother while we was driving this combine on old uh, route double I and looked in the rearview mirror and there was this red flashing light man how many times that happened to you boys and girls you know I gotta pull over oh Christ hey Bubba you got the Registration in there. Oh shit! Some mouse ate it. There's just a nest. 
that glove box and yeah, I just wait and then you look out the window and here comes the man and you look down and God, it didn't look like a I didn't know what it looked like. I mean, it had a hat and a badge and dark glasses and jack boots and gun drawn. And I looked down and the nose was awful funny looking, kind of flat and round. Those eyes were little tiny eyes, little beady eyes. And these big jowly cheeks, these floppy ears coming out from under that mouty hat. I looked down and I said, my God. I said, Bubba, you take a look at this. He leaned over, you know, he's no sight for sore eyes neither, but he looked over it. By golly, that was a pig! That wasn't no... That wasn't no man, that was a pig! I said, Bubba, what's going on down there? He said, hey, man. Pigs are people, too. Pigs are people, too. Just like me and you, sometimes they get the flu. Pigs are people too. Pigs are people too. Pigs are people too. Just remember when you're eating that bacon, that pigs are, pigs are people too. The pigs are people too. Pigs are people too. Pigs are people too. Hell, I should know I'm married one. <laughs> All right, guys, now, since we're back so far, what was that, 1986? Let's go back a little bit further to 1980. Everybody loves Friday the 13th. They just love it. They love everything about it, every sight, every sound. Uh, Same with part two, some part three, and mostly part four. People love it. We just had a really big show, show number 84. Dan, Jamie, and myself, we all took a trip into Friday the 13th. We had that magic ticket from Last Action Hero, and we got to live Friday the 13th. So check out show number 84 if you want to hear how that went down. It was a, it was a great experience, and this is the song that we opened it up with. This is the song that was playing when Annie was asking for directions and when Steve Christie was eating at that diner and he had his last meal. Here was the song on the radio. It is Sail Away, Tiny Sparrow.
right, guys, let's jump way ahead. You know, we went back to the 80s. We did a lot tonight. But now we're going to go ahead and jump all the way over to Scream 2. I think this was 1997 or 8. One of those two. Uh, we reviewed, we did a Scream retrospective. We did that for Dan. Dan loves the Scream movies, except for part three. I don't think anybody liked that was a crazy experience doing a commentary for that movie the longest movie in the world it never seemed to end and it was a nightmare it really was we weren't kidding around what you heard on that show that's what went down we don't put on characters uh, we ham it up a little bit but it's just what you hear is what's real and we keep it real on every show and show number 81 we reviewed Scream 2 and we kept that real you know we seemed to like that movie but we didn't seem to have too much good things to say about it but they have a pretty cool song and I did intro the song in that movie to start that show off this song was also in a favorite of Dan and I's called Dead Man on Campus. You gotta look up Dead Man on Campus. Remember Stubbs from Freddy vs. Jason? He's the guy that we always talk about, Cliff O'Malley. My name is Cliff, brother of Joe. I got me some crack. I want me some hope. That's him, man. I met that guy. He's a great guy. He was in Dead Man on Campus. This song is in both those movies, Scream and Dead Man on Campus. So here it is from E-E-L-S. I don't know how to say it. Your lucky day in hell.
Why can't you see? It's me. You know it's time to let me go. This could be your lucky day in hell. Never know who it might be at your doorbell. This could be your guys you're in it for the long run you've stuck with me all night and i appreciate it so what you're looking for is you just want to chill out listen to some horror hear me babble between the songs thank you for putting up with all that you know i don't think i can come up with this many songs again this might be a one one and out kind of deal but it's been great hanging with you guys and uh so let's just take this journey uh, you know, you can't have this show without a classic like The Lost Boys, the song everybody loves, you know, and I'm actually going to play two songs in a row that are played ad nauseum, but you know what, you can't, this is my one and only shot, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to do this again, so I'm throwing everything in there and the kitchen sink, whether you heard it or not, what's the difference, hear it again, here it is, Cry Little Sister.
Like I said, I'm going to play you stuff that you heard already a hundred times, and this is no exception at all. Everybody fell in love with this song. We already played you songs from Alice Cooper on the special here, the Skeleton Crew horror hits. Now we're going to play one more from Alice Cooper that everybody knows. You saw the music video. You heard it a hundred times when you watched Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Here it is. He's back. The man behind the mask. You're with your baby And you're parked alone On a summer night You're deep in love But you're deeper in the woods You think you're doing alright Did you hear that voice? Did you see that face? Or was it just a dream? This can't be real That only happens, babe On the movie screen 
All right, guys, what is what is Jason without Freddy, right? No, he's a lot. Believe me, you don't need Freddy. But you know what? A lot of people like Freddy. I like part two. I know a lot of people hate part two, but I said it before. It's misunderstood. I don't know what's wrong with it. I really don't. I think it's a great movie. Yes, I think the end falls apart. I don't think it's very climactic to watch him uh, break out of Freddy's skin or whatever the hell happened. When he burned up, I don't even know what went down at the end of that movie. But you know what? It's great the whole way through. And uh, we had a great time talking about that movie. And one of the best experiences we ever had was uh, actually interviewing Robert Rustler. He is Brady or Grady on that movie. Uh, In show number 56, we had one of the greatest interviews ever. Robert Rustler. The guy called us back. It was great. But anyway, so here is a song from Will Smith. He actually did a a real production, and it was a pretty good song. I really love it. It's a part of my nostalgic childhood. Here it is, Nightmare on My Street. Dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got 
some girl I've never seen in my life That was alright because the lady was chill Then we dipped to the theater set to ill We saw Elm Street and man it was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep That began the nightmare But on my street In my room like an oven My bed soaked with sweat And man, I was bugging I checked the clock It had stopped at 12.30 It had melted It was so darn hot And I was thirsty I went downstairs To grab some juice or a coke Flipped the TV off And then I almost choked When I heard this awful voice Coming from behind It said Man, I ain't even wait To see who it was Broke outside in my drawers And screamed so long Cause Got halfway up the block I calmed down And stopped screaming Then Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street guys we are wrapping this up we have come to the end we have two songs left for you if you're still here still listening you are true crew the crew is for life no matter where we go when we go what incarnation that we are in at that time or any time i mean what we've shared together through the last two years plus 
is nothing short of magical. We are all meant to be here. It's all synchronicity. We had a great time doing it, and it's been great. Just like tonight's been great, hanging with you guys, checking out this music. I know what everybody's expecting at the end of this show. Like I said, we have two songs left. We touched on the Halloween movies a little bit. We played this song in the beginning of the show, so that's why it's far enough away that you can hear this version now, and it's just a, you don't feel like you just heard it. So here it is, another brilliant addition to Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, Nan Vernon, Love Hurts, and it's great, it's touching, it's just, it brings you right back to that movie, man. So here it is, I think it was played at the end of Halloween 2, here it is, Love Hurts. Love Hurts, Love Scars, Love of Wounds and Mars, Any Heart Not Tough. Not strong enough to take a lot of pain, take a lot of pain. Love is like a cloud that holds a lot of rain. Love hurts. No, it- 
Right, guys, and it wouldn't be a skeleton crew show of any kind without Buckethead playing us out. You know, Buckethead, the way I discovered Buckethead was Bill Mosley. You know, he talked about the corn bugs. He said he'd, he worked with Buckethead. He played the guitar. I said, who's Buckethead? The name intrigued me. The, the, the look of the bucket intrigued me. I was just sucked in, and I started looking up all his stuff. And I, the first thing I ever came across with his is Soothsayer. And something about this song just really struck me in the beginning. And it, it's low enough. It's subtle enough. And all of a sudden, he just hits the heavy guitar. And I said, that, that's a, that'd be great for an outro. The only problem is I'm not sure I like how the song progresses exactly. I think um, I want this other part to come before what really uh, goes after he does his uh, his first, you know, 30, 40 seconds, whatever it is, of just the, uh, you know, the, you know, uh, I didn't, I wanted to change it up. So I actually edited the, the song itself so it plays differently for the show. So now you're going to hear that song for the first time, maybe, in its entirety. So <clears throat> once again, I'd like to thank you for listening to me try to imitate Casey Kasem. So guys, hope you enjoyed. Once again, this is Alex from the Skeleton Crew. I am in the dungeon all alone, and I'm going to head home now. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great night, guys.